Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605 and counting. And we are back. What's happening? We are back for a fresh new season. Yes. Season three. Here we are. And episode 101 total of 14,605 in county. And we got a little bit of a double feature for you this evening. Yeah. Since uh, we hit 100 and kind of got excited. And then, you know, when a little... You know, you know, between seasons, you get a little bit of a little bit of a break in there. Yeah, a little bit of a break. We're in a bit uh, of a show hole too. You know, I moved, getting settled, yeah. and everything. I'm in the new living room lab. The new lab, fresh new Wi-Fi. Yes, I got WWE Survivor Series on the big screen playing right in front of me. Oh, so it's the it's it's the setup. This is I got the bubbly. Yes. Thank you for that. You should be on. You should be in commercials. I, I should, but I'm not being paid for product placement. So, we, you if know, anybody from Bubbly is listening and they want to pay me for product placement and advertisement, I would be more than happy to do that. Hey, you know that would you know that would be fantastic. You know, we've, we've talked about this a bunch about getting what is it called. Monetize? No, there's there's a word for it. Yeah, that sounds uh, close. Yeah, close. But that would be funny and be like this episode of fourteen million six hundred five and counting is brought to you by Bubbly. Yeah, I guess they just got a freebie, but you they, know, they no, did. yeah, no more that, freebies for you. Yeah. That, that's right. You, you want us to talk about your drink again? Yeah, you got to yes. pay. Yeah. <laughs> So excellent. Yeah. yeah, We're back though. You're in a new lab. I'm in the same old lab. Got some new. (laughs) It's updated. Updated. I got some new artwork on the wall. Yeah. Looking at it right now. I'm pretty good about that. It's a nice addition. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, you know, we were kind of fresh, fresh. Yes, that's that's. Yeah. I think that's why I sent you. I said, I said the the lab's looking fresh. Yeah, yeah, we're fresh. We are fresh to start out this new yeah. season. The word of the day is fresh. fresh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, double feature today or tonight or whenever you're listening. Um, Loki season two finale, mm-hmm. and. Because it happened the same night. The same night. The preview, the premiere of the Marvels. Yes. And we will discuss both this evening. Interesting fact about both things. Um, it's the first time Marvels had two things released on the same night in a finale in a a movie premiere. Yes. And the first time, and I'm I'm thinking this is right, that spouses have appeared in both, and that would be Tom Hiddleston and Zowie Ashton, who played 
in the Marvels. Yeah. I think you are correct on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't, I wouldn't be able to think of any other couple or spouses that would. Yeah, that's probably the first. And I'm going to go on record and say, hey, you know, probably sounded cool that, ooh, he knew that. I didn't know that. Well, I, I I knew about the premieres. I didn't know about the spouses, but that, that's I mean, yeah, that's the but, one I didn't know. Yeah, I but I, I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, but you would probably be hard pressed to think of any other combination. So right. So yeah, neat little factoid. And um, you know what? In retrospect, though, I don't know if they do that again. Having two premieres probably on the not. same night. And you know, because that probably took away from the Marvels. Yes, for sure. And people were down on it anyway, which we'll talk about. But that probably took away from the Marvels. They probably won't do that again. They were just they were just experimenting. I think they probably won't do that again. Yeah, I mean, it's they've they've been kind of flopping around on on the shows anyway. I mean, for a long time it was Wednesdays. And then when they did Star Wars on Tuesdays or something, and now this was Thursdays, and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, they've, they've played with every day of the week but Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, which, I mean, hell, well, you might as well, I mean, start the week, hey. Yeah. On a Monday, Monday night, prime time. Let's just do two days a week. Let's do Monday, Thursday. You know, that's sweet. Boom, boom. You know. Start the week off, finish it with a nice, finish it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, this seems to be uh, the phase of experimenting. Mm-hmm. Um, for better or for worse. But yeah, right. like, uh, what if they're going to release an episode every day? Yeah, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, they're kind of like uh, throwing stuff at a wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah, and Echo is going to be in a release of everything at once. Oh. When that comes out, <laughs> yeah, that's that's man. I'm gonna have to clear my day for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's next year, so I'll have a fresh set of vacation days. <laughs> Jake, why are you taking that day off? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, you if if you're gonna put like the whole season in front of me, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Like if if I'm into it, and there's the whole season there, there there goes my day. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I think the only way I would be able to do it is if I took the day off. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna be like. Hey, did you finish that season yet? I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. Give me a couple days. I got no I got no time for you. I got questions. <laughs> we need to talk. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty much how it'll go down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So. Well, the Marvels. The Marvels. Um I have a grind my gears. We haven't even started talking yet. <laughs> I have a grind my gears. This might be a record. 
I have a grind my gears, and this okay. is about this is about people. Oh, not even about the show. Okay, this is about people. Well, with the Marvels and people. Okay, right. So we've kind of seen this. Been like what two weeks since the movie was released. Oh uh, yeah, that's about that's about right. Actually, yes, because. Because that day after, I got the keys to my place. Yes. Yeah, that that, that was a long 24 hours. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I've been here for two weeks. So, so yeah, it's been two weeks. Well, then we were in the theater, and you were like, yeah, I get my keys tomorrow. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're out late. <laughs> yeah. So, it's been since, since two weeks. In those two weeks, we've seen this reports. You know, this is one of the lowest openings for marvel if not the lowest you know yeah and which i mean dark world is saying a lot yeah yeah but here's the deal i think people are just hating on this movie just to hate on it yes right so i was at thanksgiving with over my uncle's place and we Somehow got on the subject of Marvel movies. Somehow, <laughs> no kidding. Okay, yeah, we were talking about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, like you know, my uncle and my cousins." They're like, "Oh, yeah, you know, the Marvels it sucks," and you know, I'm like. And they were like, they they kept saying like, oh yeah, they say it's terrible. And they were like, ah, no, yeah, it's terrible. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then I'm like, I'm listening to the language. They kept saying, they say, they say. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, did you all see it? And they were like, no, did you? I said, yeah, I saw it. Right. And it was, I liked it. Like you all didn't even see it. Yeah. Yet you have this opinion over it. And I feel like it's that is the theme across Twitter world and internet land. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like The Flash. Oh, The Flash, that movie's awful. It sucks. Yeah. And Flash was a solid movie. But there was just, but people are just so down on DC now mm-hmm. that. It's just it was just doomed to be hated on, just because it's a DC movie. There's your there's your doom reference for the week, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indirectly, but, but yeah, Flash was a solid movie. But yes, it got hated on, and if you if you didn't see it with the stuff that you see about it, you would think it's the worst movie ever. And it's not. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing with the Marvels. Like, it's being painted out as the worst Marvel movie ever. But I think that most of the people who are saying these things are just basically just going with the hate that's going. Well, and not even not even just hating on it. And having not seen it, but having no intention to see it. Yeah. And hating on it. Like, just straight up, like, yeah, I'm never going to see this, but 
let's be loud about how terrible it is. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not even I'm I people like that, they're they're not even um credible sources and yet they're being loud about it. I mean that says a lot about everything in the world lately, but still <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <sighs> yeah. So that's that's just my feeling about yeah. about it. So like, did you get, are you getting invited back to your uncle's for Thanksgiving ever again? Oh yeah, <laughs> like I, I just kind of I know I just called him out like yo y'all didn't even see it, and yet you have this strong opinion about it, but you didn't even see it, so you don't even know. So I can like I can just picture you with a fork full of food halfway to your mouth, just like. <laughs> Waving the other hand, like, did you see it? And you got like cousins with like, like shoveling food in their mouth so they don't have to talk, and another cousin with like, like a mouth open, ready to eat. Like, uh, you know, you're just catching them off guard. Yeah, you're just ready to eat. You're like, you're in the, you're getting. First of all, you're you're bashing something without seeing it, and two, you're getting in between me and my food. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I probably would have said that about anything. Yeah, I've been no, like, yo, you didn't even see it, or you you don't even know what you're talking about, right? And you're hating on it, like, what do you, what what is this? Yeah, <laughs> what? And I just feel like everybody on the internet is doing that, right? You know, and okay, so you go see it, and the first the first thing you get is. Right back in the to uh, Ms. Marvel, and yep. she stole the damn movie. Yes, she, she is awesome. Yes, she was. She was the uh, the very well placed and well timed comic relief and star of yeah. this show. Yeah, like her timing was beautiful in these movies with her spots. Oh yeah, I mean, like, even like <laughs> her, like like hug her, hug her, get in here and hug us, you know, like yeah, just everything. And and her parents even in the movie, and, and we're talking about Iman Vellani, of course, as uh, um, Kamala Khan, and yeah, just just awesome and a huge bright spot in that movie. She was the bright spot. She was also the emotional glue between Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers. Yes. Because we talked about before about when we were in WandaVision and, you know, when Captain Marvel's name was mentioned, visibly Monica Rambeau was like... Yeah. Like, uh, let's let's not bring her up, basically. And then you get, hey, Lieutenant Trouble, uh, it's Captain Rambeau now, and you're like, ooh... Mm. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So we knew that there was going to be some type of um, reckoning of sorts between Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers in this movie because obviously she was upset or there there was something, you know, her mom's dead and, mm-hmm. and Carol wasn't there. And obviously it was clear in WandaVision that Monica Rambeau felt the type of way about that. Well, and as you find out, Monica thought she wasn't there. Yeah. But she came back. Yeah. 
and didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't, it's like, like, hey, I'm going to check in on your mom. And hey, uh, what's, what's going on? What's going on with you? Nothing cool. Yeah, I'm just seeing your mom. All right. I got to go back in space. Bye. You know, nothing like that at all. Yeah. So. so yeah. The, uh, the story was kind of fast. Um, it was a not, very fast movie. It was what, yeah, like an hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, it was. It was a very short movie. It went. It it went fast, which wasn't yeah. a bad thing. It was the pace was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the plot wasn't too bad. You know, it made sense. So let's talk about that briefly, just to catch everybody up. So yeah. we got Darbin, who's played by Tom Hiddleston's wife. What's her what's her name again? Zowie Ashton. Zowie Ashton, right? She's a new leader of the Cree, I guess we can ex- assume. She's she I feel like Best way to say that is she's she's taking the place kind of Ronan the accuser. She's got the yeah, she's got the hammer, so she's like the accuser role. Um, and she's kind of like their de facto leader because she's trying to lead them out of darkness, yeah, basically. So I don't know if she's like an elected leader or official leader, but they kind of turn to her because she's like, Well, I'm gonna save you guys, so. Yeah. What you said was fine, but I just wanted to point that out because that's that's the feel I got. It was like, yes, I think she was the leader, but she definitely was not like... Yeah, she has one of those uh, bands that Kamala Khan has. And she found it, too. Yes. So she's got this power now. So, like, oh, hey, we'll follow you. You got this power. Cool. You know, I'm and not going to argue with you. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird how it manifests differently. And of course it does with Kamala because she's a mutant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, of course, it brings out her kind of mutant ability. And yeah. for those who haven't been following or haven't watched Ms. Marvel or even don't know a lot about the character, her character is technically an inhuman. Well, in the, in comics, the comics, yeah, but we... Got that thrown out the window. Right, like the Terrigen Mist awakened her abilities, but I mean, they're not doing Inhumans in, apparently, in in the MCU. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we got to see Black Bolt, but I mean, he didn't even get to say much, pun intended. Wow. (laughs) Well, he never says much anyway. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) but then that's about all we get is she's a mutant, basically, and... Um, the little catch up there. So I, I pulled away from your, your train of thought. So go ahead. Yeah. But basically, you know, Darbin, uh, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Maybe it's time for you to get some of that yeah. bubbly. No, 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 give, give some of this drink that I have. No, we're not giving them another free spot. <laughs> no. <clears throat> ah, I just had a sip of a drink. A beverage. Yeah, a beverage. A cold, right. fizzy beverage. Yes. Um, so Hala, I guess the Cree home, you know, it's ever since, you know, Carol Danvers came in and, you know, 
you know, blew up the old artificial or supreme intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, Hala has been like devoid of air, water, you know, resources, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So Darbin's been on this crusade to basically plunder the resources of other planets. And and not just any other planets. Right. She's official she's like attacking places that Carol Carol Danvers calls home. Yes. And the Cree. <clears throat> I mean yes. uh, and uh, scrolls. excuse me, scrolls. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. Yes. Uh uh so yeah, that's that's kind of like uh, the plot in a nutshell. There. And she was given a nickname, which they gave her right away, the Annihilator. Yeah. And didn't explain until later in the movie. But like whenever they'd see Carol Danvers, they'd go, The Annihilator. And you're like, Annihilator. What? What's, what? What's what's this? What's this called? <laughs> okay, we're going with it. Yeah. And uh so yeah, that's the uh that's the villain plot in a nutshell. Yeah. And what do you think about that? Like the it's a very uh well, very simple plot. Simple, simple's not bad. I don't mind a simple plot. It yeah. doesn't have to be I mean, I, I, I guess complicated. That just to play devil's advocate, I guess maybe if you are a uh, an MCU vet and you're expecting a little bit more complexity or a little bit more depth. Maybe you're a little bit disappointed. Well, just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, like looking for at sure. the other side. But I mean, right? if if you're going into this movie, I, I didn't think the plot was going to be complicated going into this one. They had a lot to explain, but I didn't think it was going to be complicated. Now, if you're going into something like Quantumania, and you're expecting mind-blowing reveals with Kang and everything, you didn't get that. Right. That was that was also simple but i feel like it should have been more complicated so th this one I don't, I don't mind the simpleness of it i think what frustrates what frustrates me i think overall with mcu villains is either they give you a phenomenal villain in like killmonger thanos um why is my mind blanking right now? Namor was pretty good, um, but I'm I'm forgetting one more. Gore was good. Gore, thank you. That's the one I was thinking yes. too. Yeah. Gore, fantastic villain. Gore was unfortunately in a very poor movie overall, and sadly because you know Jane as Mighty Thor was a huge. I was really excited for that, but not not to detract too much. But you, they either give you these phenomenal villains, or they give you these one-dimensional villains mm -hmm. and she was very one-dimensional the yes. plot and her motive made complete sense it totally made sense but she was very one-dimensional about it like even even like if you were trying to get into the emotion of saving her people it didn't come through in her performance yes <clears throat> So that that frustrated me a little bit because I was ex maybe I was expecting a little bit more. I didn't really know what to expect about this villain, even from the previews. I was like, who is she? What's going on? 
So I mean, they gave her they gave her a good backstory, and her and like I said, her motives were very good. Yes. But the other thing I don't like, kind of that Marvel's been doing more and more, is they try to make every villain they give you likable or relatable. I was just gonna say that uh, the villains, most of the villains lately, have been like that. And you know you can, what? You can understand where they're coming from. Sometimes it's just okay to be like, hey, this guy's a dick. Just be, <laughs> just be a dick. Seriously. <laughs> I don't need to like this guy. I mean, we can be, I can be like, okay, I get where he's coming from, but wow, he is awful. You know, like, don't, don't, I don't have to like the villain. You know, <laughs> sometimes the worst villains are like, like a couple that I like one that I could think of off the top of my head. Have you ever seen the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson? No. Okay. The villain in that movie is a British soldier, and he's played by Jason Isaacs, who's uh a really he's really good at playing villains. Like he's voiced some God, who did he voice recently? I'm gonna have to look it up later, but he he's he's really good at playing a villain. He did in Harry Potter, he was uh Draco Malfoy, who was this Lucius Malfoy, he's the father of Draco Malfoy. So he's very good at playing a villain. And man, he was a hateable character in The Patriot. And I remember when I watched that movie at the part where, like, I'm not going to tell you exactly how it happened. I mean, obviously, you get to an end of a movie like this, Revolutionary War kind of thing. Yeah. The villain dies and you know, yeah. it happens. Kind of know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. But when it happened, like, I jumped off the couch and I was like, yeah, kill that son of a bitch. Like, I was stoked. Yeah. Because he was such a good villain and you hated his ass for it. Like, give me that kind of villain. Yeah. I don't need to be like, oh, man. This, this, man, she's really trying to help her people. And oh, Well, there, there was kind of one, <laughs> there was kind of one scene where you kind of, where you kind of can hate her a, a little bit when, uh, when she went to the uh, the scroll planet and start, you know, bleeping all that up, mm-hmm. and they could only save so many. So, yeah. I mean, I guess you can kind of get mad at her a little bit right there, you know, killing the scrolls that were left on yeah, that planet. I, I I guess so, but I guess that's the other thing about one dimensional villains when or likable villains. They give you a likable villain, and then they make them do like one terrible thing, and you're like. Well, I guess I can't fully like her, you know. Like they did it with they did it with Killmonger too in in Black Panther, where he uh, he killed um, I can't think of his name now. Claw. It was something like it was something like that. He did he did something where it's just yeah. like just like yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the character's name, but it was uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character. Yes, yeah, okay, name off the top of my head. And he does that, and you're yeah. like, "Hey, this guy's relatable." Oh, oh yeah. that was kind of terrible. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't fully like this guy. You know, it's like yeah. they make him do one bad thing, so you can't. You can be like, "Oh no, he's evil." No, make him evil. Like, make a bad yeah. guy a bad guy. Okay. Nobody, nobody like Cobra Commander in GI Joe. Cobra Commander was just some a hole behind a mask. You know, like yeah. nobody was nobody was liking Megatron. You know, <laughs> Megatron's a huge dick. You know, like nobody, nobody's liking Megatron. 
<laughs> yeah. Bring us back our 80s villains. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I so wish I guess they would... that's my, my kind of beef with it. You know, it's just like you don't have to make every kill, a villain relatable or likable. Yeah. Um, my my kind of... Uh, I mean, I guess we talked about, you know, the villain being one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And one thing I really didn't understand, which was central to the movie, I still don't really understand the whole quantum entanglement thing like how their power like i didn't you know i was in the theater i'm like okay i guess i'll roll with this but like i still don't really understand it do you um because if you do can you break that down for me (sighs) it's been like two weeks and like i'm thinking about it like um Okay, yeah, they're they're entangled somehow. I and mean, when they, and when they use their powers, they switch. To but be, like, why? To be completely <laughs> tongue in cheek and funny about it, <laughs> it's a one in fourteen million six hundred five chance <laughs> that it would happen. Because her, so it was like the band was activated by, uh, what's her name again, Darvan? Yeah. Her, she activated her band, which lit up Kamala's. She touched her band, and as she touched her band, that's when um, Monica and Carol both did something too. Like, oh, they both touched the uh, the, the 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 jump point. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the jump point was connected to Darvan. The bands are connected together. They touched the jump point. So they were all then tangled. But not Darvan, which was weird. Like you would think that. Yeah, I, think I, was, I made... was just about to say when you were saying that. I'm like, well, so why did Darvan get. You would think this? it would have made more sense that she yes. also was pulled into it. Yeah. But maybe it was because she was the one who did it. No, you know what? She activated her band. She never touched it again. And it was the three of them that happened to do the thing where they all connected at the exact same moment in time. And then they were entangled. So she was she created the problem, but wasn't entangled in it because she didn't activate an ability at the same time they did, I guess. I'm trying to make sense of it. But it was, it was convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool though. I mean, I, I, I was, I kind of, you know, was enjoying what was happening, but it was weird too because it didn't always happen. And then you found out that if one used a power, but then someone else did, then they switched. Yes. So again, the timing had to be right. So like Carol Danvers could be. Zap, zap, pow, boom, zap, and then as soon as she goes, <laughs> zap, zap, pow, boom. That's a you thought I was gonna get into a scat there, didn't you? <laughs> but, but then the second she throws like throws a fist and throws out some some energy blast, and at the same time Kamala does a punch extension, they're gonna switch. 
and they figured that out later on and started yes, doing their... We talked about uh, you, you've been wanting your Rocky training montages. Yes. I wanted my Rocky training montage. You got, got a Rocky training montage. Yes, and it was it was Beastie Boys training yes. montage. Yes. Which, cool, they used the song. They put it in the trailers. I'm glad they used the song in the movie. They had plenty of time to practice that because, well, I mean, why didn't they just use a jump point? But still, basically had plenty of time to practice that. Yeah. Um... And then... It all conveniently went away. Like all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh yeah, it, it doesn't happen anymore." Like what? <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. Cool. Okay. And there was something that happened that broke it, or I can't remember exactly. It was something to do with. Um, oh, it was right after they had defeated her, uh, um, Darvan. That's when it stopped. Yeah. Huh. But. How, I mean, and then how did, uh, here's another thing that I thought was kind of not funny in a way, but you see Darvan put the band on both of them. Yes. Flies out there. And then she just gets like annihilated, pun intended, you know, by this, um, corrupted jump point. And then. Carol Danvers brings the bands back and goes, here, you put them on to come on. And she's got to be thinking, yeah, no, not after that happened. You know, like, yeah, sure. I'll throw these things on. What's the worst that could happen? That. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't, don't rip a hole open in space. Cause yeah, that, that's going to rip you open. You yeah. Know? So, um, it was, it was neat how they used the corrupted jump point. To kind of be a gravity well to suck resources. But here's another thing. Why couldn't they have just picked one planet and sucked like the air, the water, everything from it? Why did they have to do like three different ones? Well, I guess if I have one big beef with the movie. I guess if you have an hour and a half of a movie to fill. Yeah, if I have <laughs> one big beef with the movie. You kind of know how I am with things when the things turn out the way they turn out. And you're like, well, why the hell didn't you just do this in the first place? You could have saved me an hour and a half. Like, after Darban rips open this hole and, you know, Earth is about to be just sucked dry, Monica... Like, hey, I have a brilliant idea. Hey, why don't you just power up Hala's son? <laughs> yeah. And you mean to tell me that Captain Marvel, with all this shit she can do, like Nick Fury or nobody just said, hey, you're like, you're one, you're a living infinity stone, basically. Yeah. Why don't you just go try to power up that son, huh? Yeah. It took Monica Rambeau to just tell her that. And the look like, on oh, her okay. face. Yeah, the look on her face, she was like, oh, wow. Oh, oh. it's a good idea. Probably could do that. What? <laughs> but, but you know, it takes me back to Rush Hour with, you didn't tell me you, didn't, you could speak English? You didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, oh, okay. So we just... uh. Hmm. 
Yeah. And then she goes and does it, and she's just like, she's like floating in space above the planet, and she's kind of just like, you're welcome. And then she just zaps away, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Are they going to recognize that it was her that did that? And like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, that looks like the Annihilator. She saved us, you know? No, she didn't get close enough. Yeah. Uh, that was, again, convenient. Yeah. She's just going to power up a sun. And they're going to, and then all of a sudden, like, she does it, and they're just like, ah, air. Like, no, it wouldn't happen that fast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not, that's not going to happen. Um, a dying sun, <laughs> let, let's not get into astrophysics here, but a sun that's already dead has already done the damage needed to kill a, a system it's it's planetary system to power it up immediately like that it's gonna take well you only got an hour and a half so yes and i have said hour and a half if you if you think if you think about it though like however long it's been since it died you're gonna need probably that much time for it to come back online and bring life back it's not gonna be instantaneous I, mean, I guess you could argue that they already had the water in the air, which, by the way, the water, what the hell happened to the planet they were on with the singing people? You know, <laughs> they didn't even address that. We, we, we didn't even know. <laughs> they left, and they're like, oh, yeah, probably should look into that, huh? No, nobody looked into it. Nobody came, came back and said, hey, uh, fate of that planet, um, they're screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you knew the scrolls were screwed, but this, this prince who was an arranged convenient marriage for Carol Danvers is like all of a sudden, Hey, did your, uh, uh, husband, did he die? Like, I have no idea. I didn't go back, you know? Well, I mean, that was her arranged husband. Yeah. Right. We found out later in the movie that kind of looks like she's, uh, she's a little, 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 uh, she's in a little, uh, entanglement with Valkyrie here. Yeah, which really cool cameo. Yes. Um, and yeah, there were th there were three really good cameos. And the internet was going nuts about that. Like, oh my gosh. Like, let it go, people. Like, oh, Disney's too woke and all this other stuff. Who cares? Let it, let was, it go. I mean, that was just such a. I mean, not to like sound bad, but that was like such an insignificant part of the movie. Like why are you, why are we hating on that part? It it was insignificant, but it was also significant because yeah, I'm not. Guess what? Phase five, we finally have a movie that is connecting to other Marvel properties. Yeah. What? I mean, Guardians and Thor, sure, okay, but for Valkyrie to pop in there real quick, that was cool. Yeah. I really liked that. And, and it was insignificant. <clears throat> but it wasn't because, hey, guess what? Oh, no. We found a place for Skrulls to live. Yeah. Secret invasion. How about that? <laughs> but just people just, you know, oh, Disney's so woke and all this other stuff. Like, get over it. Yeah. That was like literally 45 <clears throat> seconds in the movie. Of the movie. Yeah. 
So, and yes, like you said, it connects some things. So, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. People are just hating. Whatever. Oh, haters going to hate. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's a mantra right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, You said, uh, you just mentioned that we had some cameos. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to remember the ah, the second one that was there was the second one was was it it wasn't like before was it before the credits? Yeah. Yes, before the credits. Kate Bishop. Yes. Yes. Loved because it. they did a <clears throat> that was a very fun part. You know what? Probably my favorite my my uh favorite five minutes of the movie were probably the last five minutes in the theater right yeah. because here right before the credits they do an awesome an awesome comedy callback to the end of iron man yeah where the whole nick fury i'm putting together a team and again, <laughs> she killed it. Yes. She killed and, it. And Kamala Khan does her best to do the Nick Fury on putting together a team. Yeah. And, and it's a comedic genius. She's younger than Kate Bishop. She's nowhere near as intimidating as Nick Fury. She's delivering this intimidating line. She's got this tablet. She's got the info. And she's like, please be on my team. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. Yes. And it should get people excited because that is a... uh, I don't want to say a setup because lately... There's been a lot of reports lately about how the MCU might be pivoting. So I don't want to say it's a setup for Young Avengers, but it's... It's a setup for Young Avengers. It's laying the groundwork for potential. Yeah, that's Young fair. Avengers. Now, whether they do it or not, that's another story. But it's it's laying the groundwork now. Yeah. For Young Avengers. So... Now the <laughs> the third cameo. Before we talk about this cameo, before we get too into this topic, I want to tell you that I don't think I don't think my arm's been the same in two weeks, and I'm left-handed, and I sat on your right side, and I'm never doing that again because I'm left-handed. Okay, I need that arm. I want to tell you what, folks. This guy here, my co-host, Hawkeye Rye. I, I I think he had people in the theater thinking, "What the hell's going on back there? Like, is he is he killing his friend? Is is he breaking a chair? What is happening right now? I thought the chair was going to fall apart. I thought my arm was going to fall off." So with that being said, I'll let you do the honors. <laughs> well, I think you all, if you've been listening long enough, 
and have seen the movie, I think you know exactly what we're going to talk about because you should know by now. <laughs> well, <laughs> you want to get into the topic here. So, <clears throat> so to end the movie, basically, uh, Monica Rambeau basically sacrifices herself where she kind of closes that that hole mm -hmm. basically that darbin makes you know she closes it basically and That's by that. the way they were like hey we'll help you and she gets the second band and is like screw all of you i'm gonna go do it anyway and it's like all right jerk <laughs> so so yeah so that basically ends the movie we don't know exactly where monica's fate lies right so post credits she wakes up in some type of hospital like bed where we have maria rambo the actress who plays maria rambo anyway yeah and then she's like monica rambo's like oh my god mom like it it was such an emotional thing too because she's about to like cry and stuff she and like, delivered that like part she killed that yeah so she well <laughs> and and not only was it, you know, an emotional moment, but the way they set it up and staged it was in the way that she woke up where her mom was and her mom woke up where she was. Yeah. Before the blip and before her mom died. Yeah. And then so it's like we got this reunion and then this Maria Rambeau is like, what, what are you, what? <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm i'm like who who are you basically um then we get the voice <laughs> <laughs> we get we get a voice it's like is that is that kelsey Grammer? <laughs> is that and this and, is probably the first time i got hit and, and, and is that kelsey Grammer? and it was like and then you see a blue, hairy arm in a professor's coat. And then at that point, I pretty much went like delirious. You must I have think. blacked out. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what happened after that. I do. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember very well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get Beast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We get Beast. Good old Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy. And he kind of insinuated Professor X. Yeah. Like, hey, we got, we got to let uh, Charles know. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I think, I think when you heard the voice, your reaction was not to hit me i think you grabbed my arm because you were like wait did i hear that right and then the wailing came on just bam 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 just excitement you're so excited i was excited for you i was excited too so it looks like marie or monica rambeau is in a she got pulled into another universe mm-hmm she got pulled into the Fox universe. That's what it seems like. Yes. Um, 
and Maria, and... still Maria, but she must have in this universe not had children, or at least had children that didn't grow up. That's another possibility. Yeah. But she dropped the the blanket she was wrote she was wrapped in, and had this costume. And I mean, that's the costume of the, her character Binary. Um. And that was just very cool to see, you know. Yeah. That's another another variation of a Captain Marvel type character. Um. So so when when we saw that blue arm, it wasn't very clear at first like it just it passed across and you saw a blue a blue colored arm okay that's at least what i saw right away and my first thought was not beast my first thought was blue marvel yeah because blue marvel and um monica rambeau have a romantic history in the comics and i was like i'm thinking oh that's brashear that's gotta be him and then you see it's not. I'm like, oh, totally not him. Totally cooler. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I would have been excited to see that character anyway. It was really cool. Would have made sense too with closing that uh, um, jump point, the corrupted jump point, because he's kind of got that like anti-life, anti-matter kind of thing going for him. So it would have made sense. But still, looks like she ended up in the Fox universe. Yes. And it looks like this is how we're going to get mutants. Is that we're going to be when when this all this whole multiverse thing is all said and done. Like, it seems like we're going to be pulling from other universes, <clears throat> and then well, that's going to be Secret be, Wars. Yeah, because that's like incursion level events combining. Yeah like the multiverse combining in parts and colliding and having all that mess. I, f- I feel like this is the MCU kind of like they give us that and they're like, Hey guys, I know phases four phase four was a bit rough. Phase five has been a little bit rocky too, but uh, stick with us. We're going to give you X-Men. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard, uh, not heard. I've read somewhere that fantastic four they're going to be in a universe where they're the only heroes. Oh, interesting. So like I no, didn't see that. So no X-Men, no Avengers. Like they're the, <clears throat> they are the heroes of their universe. Okay. So at least that's what I read on the net. Now that's not to say that everything on the net is true. So, and I've also seen Pedro Pascal, um, linked to yeah. the role of Reed Richards. Yes saw that too but none of that has been confirmed so no i'm not gonna not gonna you know i'm not rolling with it until we get like an official green light word or whatever so right but yeah that was uh i drove home listening to the x-men theme <laughs> oh, i'm not surprised i'm and uh hey. you know that was about a half hour drive, so you do the math. Yeah, you know, it's it's so it's funny because I, I didn't realize I didn't fully I didn't fully connect 
like where you're living now until I got home and then was thinking like, yeah, oh God, Strongsville is a haul. Well, I didn't go. So I, I went back I, that night. I went back to my mom. Sure. Yes, I know. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. But but still. Yeah. I'm thinking like future. Yeah, I saw. We'll, we'll find something. Funny, funny, funny story. I had to go the other day. I had to drive to Strongsville to get an AED yeah. for our studio. And yeah, I'm like, man, 45 minutes. Wow, that's a that's a little that's a hike. Now, yeah. when I was going to college, and I was going to BW, I was making the drive from. I mean, we moved to Kirtland. Yeah. While I was there, so from Kirtland to Berea. Wow. Fairly regularly. But I mean, I was living on campus. I wasn't like dry. I wasn't commuting. But still, <clears throat> that drives, that's that's a long drive. It's a, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a short drive. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember um, the first Halloween that I went to with Val's family. That was 03. So 20 years ago. Um, and her, Aunt and uncle lived in Brunswick at the time. And I was out in, God, would I have been in, still in Willoughby Hills? Yes. So I drove from my home in Willoughby Hills out to Brunswick after work for Halloween. Yeah. And that was a hike because yeah. then, um, not Rush, what's it called? How? How they're in strong, so right by the mall. Yep. That road wasn't what it is now. That was that was awful. Stop and go all the way down how. I but, mean it still can be that way sometimes too. Yeah. Sure. But they've alleviated it in some ways, but still yeah. that was that was brutal. But I've I mean yeah. I'm very familiar with that drive from like yeah. Kirtland to Berea, Kirtland, New Brunswick. Um, Kirtland, New Brunswick. Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brunswick. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I mean, if you think of think about holidays, before we got married, it was like my parents' house in Kirtland, and then we'd go out to Brunswick to go to Val's aunt's, and then we'd go to Solon too sometimes for her other aunt. You know, it was like just that that was our normal route for holidays so very familiar with that lengthy drive i've made it many times so i was like i got home and i was like you know the next time we we go see a movie yikes we're gonna have to consider no. this <laughs> no way what oh so i i have on survivor series yeah and something is happening. No way. No freaking way. Holy mackerel. Is this going to affect Raw when we go? Probably, yes. Ooh, I want to know. Depending on what show he comes on. <laughs> Holy shit. So if you haven't been following wrestling, I'm kind of watching it in the background. Uh, CM Punk 
Oh. Uh, he got fired from AEW, the other organization, like yeah. a few months ago. So there was this rumor, like, is he coming back to WWE? Is he coming back? Is he coming back? Blah, blah, blah. So there's, he's Survivor Series is in Chicago, his hometown. Okay. Oh, gee, um, of course. So it's been like, all right, is he coming back or no? Is he coming back or no? It's been like the rumor. And they just finished the main event. And he just showed up, like, the, in the show. Oh, dang. Holy shit. Yeah. That, yeah, that's going to affect Raw. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. And you know, WWE is like, all right, you know, they like to, like, yeah, something's going to happen, but, yeah, they don't do it. Yeah, of course. Like, they listen to the fans, and, like, they brought them back. Holy hell. I didn't think he was. I I didn't think it was gonna happen. But that that's why I have the TV playing in the background because I wanted to see if they were gonna do it or not, and they did. Yeah, you had your feeling. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyway, that was a, that was a sidebar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, and they cut off. They cut off the show. So yeah, that that was cool how they did that. Like it wasn't a part of the main show. Mm-hmm. So it didn't detract from any of the matches, but that was how they ended the show, right? Them coming out, and then they just cut it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, back to regularly scheduled programming. Yes. <laughs> so but yeah, that drive. Uh, I mean, probably what I would do though, like on movie nights, is I'll probably go. Like what I did, like I'll probably go to like Orange Theory and work out, like make like a trip of it, like work oh, out, okay. get something to eat, and then see the movie. Spoiler yeah. alert, Orange Theory, Strongsville people. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to your Marvel releases. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Let me yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So. So now on the uh, the closing topic of the Marvels, where does that rank for you in the in the movie rankings of phases four and five? Oh gosh, I didn't even do all of that, but I just say off the top of my head, it's not the worst. Yeah, it's uh, you, you know because Eternals, goodness gracious. <laughs> um. <clears throat> um I mean, I think I even liked it better than um, Thor. Yeah, I, I'm as I'm. I mean, it's not the worst, not the best. I liked it. I'm giving it. Uh, I, I actually. I, I want to say. I want to say it's better than Eternals, better than Thor. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say I enjoyed it better than Black Widow too. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having kind of mixed feelings between those two because I'm trying to think back on the events of Black Widow overall. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I do put it up above that. Not above Shang uh, Shang Chi though. No. But actually, I'm going to change that because I don't know why the hell. That is above Shang-Chi. All right, rankings updated. 
Um, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Clearly didn't hate it. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was bad. I, I just, you know, had had issues here and there kind of with the um one dimensionalness of the villain. Um, I thought the funny parts were really well done. I didn't yeah. think they were overdone. Um, I really liked the fun ride of going to the... I, I can't even remember what the planet's name was because like, I didn't write it down. I'm blanking. But it was where her um, arranged husband marriage was. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the planet? I don't remember the name of the planet, no. Yeah. But when they went there and they all spoke in, like, they all spoke in musical... Like, yeah. that was funny. I liked it. Um, yeah. I, I liked when she said, we need to talk. And they were like, oh, he doesn't have to sing. And she's like, oh, no, he's he's uh, bilingual. Like, I thought that was funny. That was a very funny line. Yeah. You know, I, I, I laughed really genuinely hard at that. I thought, he's bilingual. Hilarious. That's a way to get around the fact that he needs to sing everything. Nope, he can talk normally. Great. Like, great comedy line. Like the, Yeah. <laughs> I uh, did not want that to go unmissed or, or go missed. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Like I said, not the greatest, not yeah. the worst. Right. But people should go see it before, like, forming an opinion. Yeah, don't. Hmm. Try not to get too worked up about it. But, I mean, it's not doing the numbers that Marvel hopes it would do, so... You know, we'll see what the fallout was going to be. Yeah. On the Marvel side about this. Yeah. You know, obviously, there, there's rumors of um, the other MC, the the OG MCU Avengers coming back, which with this whole multiverse thing, that's very possible. So. Yeah. You know. But they need. But they need. To, they need to stay dead. I'm sorry. Well, they can stay dead. You can just pull them from other universes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the whole deal. Like they, you know, they yes, they're dead in in our universe, but you can pull them. Like I've I've seen like the reports have been like Robert Downey is like almost a done deal, like like a, a given. Like he will be back. See, okay, if they do that. He shouldn't command screen time because you're doing a disservice to the characters you're trying to build and send them back because make this version of of Tony Stark be the one that gets to survive with his wife and daughter. Well, like, here's (laughs) what I mean. (laughs) Well, I saw some other things, too, about how the, uh, the new Captain America movie the early screenings that they're doing, they're going to be like a test to see how audiences take to the new Avengers or the yeah. quote-unquote Avenger replacements. Yeah. And it seems like if there's not a good reception that they will make some pivots. Oh, so That's what I was alluding to earlier. Like don't they let might, people know that. They'll start they making might, real bad receptions. They, might, they, they might pivot, you know, if necessary. Yeah. So... well. And if you think about it too, like going into the Secret Wars, you now have Wanda, Doctor Strange, 
Spider-Man. And I guess you could say Monica Rambeau, who are oh, and and uh, Ant-Man, who are all familiar with multiversal travel and multiversal events. Yeah. Right. I think that may, I mean, well, I mean, you could even say America Chavez because she was in, she was involved with that and she can do it. And then also Loki. So you've got a lot of characters who have knowledge of multiversal travel and that's going to make it so much easier to bring up the topic and figure it out in that movie. They're not going to have to spend time figuring out multiversal travel. Now you're going to have all these people who are like, oh yeah, we done it and here's how we did it. <laughs> yeah. So... so. And speaking of Loki, like that segue. That's a great segue to <laughs> our second topic, season finale. Yes. Of Loki. Glorious and purpose. Glorious purpose. Call back to season one. Yeah. All right. Season one, he was burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah. And goodness gracious, like how. How uh, the foreshadowing of that line, yeah, from the first Avengers movie to now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's long term storytelling right there, or is the or in the wrestling business, the long term booking. <laughs> that's long. That's long term booking right there, folks. Yeah, yeah, and. It's it's so funny to think back on his character, like from the first Thor, Avengers, and on, where he wanted it was like he wanted to be in the throne. He wanted to be the the rightful ruler of Asgard, and it's like, you know, he wanted it so bad that he couldn't have it, and then when he finally realized how much he didn't deserve it he got it <laughs> in yeah. a way yeah. um that that whole show was such a fun ride yes um and just fire every episode fire yeah it didn't let up you know, it didn't let up on the gas pedal no. at all um and in different ways too and it wasn't always intense action. It was like, even the exposition was just, oh, damn, this is really good. Yeah. I mean, I think even, I think the 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 episode where they had to, like, hunt down Brad, that might have been one of the eh, parts of the, of the whole series. But even then, Loki using his doubles and his powers, he, him using his powers in this was really good, too. Mm-hmm. So, I had a hot take, you know, that we would get Kang Prime. You did. And I was wrong. That's okay. But we got 
we got the return of He Who Remained, which I thought was awesome. It was great. Now in this finale, yeah. So here's the deal. Here's the setup. All right. So you've all seen it, but here's the setup, right? So he can time slip. He can control his time slipping. He can go back to any point, right? So he goes back. You know, they're trying to, you know, fix the combination so that the loom can hold all the branches. He keeps going back. They need more time. He keeps going back. Right, he's trying to go back to figure out how to help them to make the loom faster, or to make their uh, their device faster, so they have more time. Well, so the radiation only, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't. Not only the device faster, but the run out there to plant it. Yes. Faster. Yes, they, they need they need to get Loki figures. Like, okay, we have to get everything done quicker. Right. Yeah. Even even going to the point where, what he, what was that line that he said? Like, how many years did it take him to figure out, like every to learn everything? Yeah, they, <laughs> they asked. It would take a like a century. Yeah, and he went back to do all that. Yeah, right. Come to find out, like, hey, this isn't this isn't working. Right. Right, and it's not going to work. Like this is just an infinite amount of branches. Like you can't, you can't build this thing to contain an infinite amount of branches, basically. So then he goes back to the fight with Loki or himself, Sylvie, he who remains, right? Mm -hmm. And keeps going back. He's trying to prevent. He basically figures out that hey. If Sylvie doesn't kill he who remains, none of this shit happens. Right? Yeah. Uh and and it was such a great part of the episode because the whole time, I mean, Kang's just sitting there and or he who remains is just sitting there and he's like, uh, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kept hearing him go like, Oh, see you soon. <laughs> like he was enjoying it. <laughs> and that's what it sounded like. Can you do that again? Oh, see you soon. <laughs> and, but when he was like, Aren't you going to defend yourself? And then he finally looked up and was like, Pause button. Yeah, that was awesome. The yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh, oh shit, oh. this is about to get real. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, I was dope. not expecting that. Yeah, um, it, it was like, oh yes. Yeah, it was, and he was like, how how many times have we I had mean, this conversation yet? <laughs> oh my god, this guy is nuts. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm like yeah. He's like, yeah. let me let me pause her. Let me put her in a little. Let's, let's get her out of here. We don't need to look at her and uh. Let's chat, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh man, you know, and then you find out the loom is just a fail safe. TVA yeah. is collateral damage. You're like, oh my god, all this for nothing. Yeah, to protect just to protect the sacred timeline. Yeah, where and, he's on top. Right. Yeah. yeah. He really set it up so he can't lose. Yes. 
And again, the line was delivered and it has been delivered frequently throughout this show is Loki, you lose. You're just a loser. You lose. You always lose. Yeah. Now, um, he said, the loom prevents a brutal war where nothing survives, Loki, not even the secret timeline. I made the tough choices. That's why I get the big chair. Mm. And then he says, break the loom or kill her and we protect what we can. And mm. It's like, that's, that's just heavy. Mm. He doesn't want to kill her. No. Now, he kept going back further and further and further in time. And as I'm watching this, I had a I had a thought. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Butterfly Effect. Yeah. With Ashton I, Kutcher. Yeah. I I've so I feel like I watched a little <clears throat> bit of it, maybe seen most of it. So, but not, but not enough of it to where like it's like it's coherently like in my mind. I might have watched parts of it, okay, and then like changed the channel. <clears throat> Sorry, I did really clear my throat there. Uh, um, or the gist of it, he basically is trying to. He, he's able to like go back in time or like change time to fix things trying to fix things with this girl that he loves played by amy smart he keeps trying to do something to change time like he goes back to fix something so that he could be with her and every time he does it it ends up that oh she's with someone else or oh she's terminally ill or oh she dies in a car crash or something like that so he's always finding out that everything he does makes everyone else's lives around him worse. Mm-hmm. Like his best friend ends up hating him. Like it's just, I haven't seen it in a long time. But the point that remains for me <clears throat> is through all of this, he's trying to fix it. And then he finally realizes he's got to do the hard thing. And the hard thing is he goes back in time to when he first met her. There's a point like where he like runs into her or whatever. He goes back in time, and when she walks up to him, he pushes her down and says, stay away from me, don't ever talk to me again, and walks away. Yeah. And then fast forward to the future when he's the age that he is, like, at the start of the movie, he passes her in, like, New York City in the streets, and she's smiling and she's happy. And he like has a moment of like, should I talk to her? And he doesn't. He just keeps going because that made him happy to know he couldn't. It was like almost like a, a nexus event where he couldn't yep. ever be with her happy. And that's a very, uh, <clears throat> it's a very common thing. Like I said, I mentioned the Flash, mm-hmm. it's a solid movie. It's the same idea in the right. Flash. Like basically he has to let his mom be killed right he can't fix it like and that's 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 like the main point of the flashpoint storyline yeah 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 yeah, right you know so so the thought that that i had here was is he gonna go back to the point when the tesseract falls to his feet and is he just gonna kick it aside and let them pick it back up 
So mm. none of this ever happens. Yeah. So that was my my thought was like in the moment, he's gonna go back to the point. The Tesseract is gonna be right at his feet, and he's just gonna go, Nope, I'm not doing it. And let things be. But he did better. He did something way better than that, I think, in my opinion. Um because had he done that, it would have just erased two seasons of a show. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, guess what, guys? None of this actually happened. He realized well, the, it shouldn't have. <laughs> the, the cool emotional scene is when he goes to chat with Mobius again. Yes. And that was awesome. And basically, it was through that <clears throat> conversation where, all right, I got to do the tough thing. And. Well, then you find out that. Mobius had a moment where his partner couldn't prune a boy and he did it. Well, then his partner became a judge and that was Renslayer. Yep. Yeah. And then when he was talking about that, my thought was when he couldn't, he couldn't have gone back to that because he has to go back to a point in his life. But I was thinking, Oh, is there a way that he could go back to when Mobius and Renslayer had that moment and alter alter the path of time there, like don't make her do the pruning or something like that. So she never becomes a judge and never meets he who remains, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't because he wasn't there. He can only really go where he has been in his life. Yep. So. Um, well, actually, no because he went and saw mobius oh but that was when he was doing the weird time slipping yeah so and you and you always have the free will and predestiny uh, predetermined destiny as a as a topic it's it kind of comes up a lot in many outlets of fiction but that was Kang, he who remains versus Loki. Yeah. Um. Then after, uh, after he said, you know, it, it's it's kind of like he said a a goodbye right there to Mobius, which yeah, I mean that was a little bit of a tearjerker. Yeah, or, a little bit. Or, a lot of you bit. know. And then he knows we. Then he has to do the tough thing and. He uh, walks out, puts on his uh, his Loki god garb on, and his. But <laughs> interesting enough, whenever he's always put that on, it's been gold. Yeah. And this time it was like black or dark green. It's black and yeah, black and green. Yeah, it was it was subtle. That was when you know you say he goes and he's the god of stories. As, as we was revealed to us when he goes from being the god of mischief the gold wearing god of mischief to the more subtle um hero kind of god of stories mm-hmm. an interesting thing too when you think about it he chose to do that but when he chose to do that it put him back in the timeline where he who remains was already dead. 
when he kept going back further and further and further, he was going back to before he who remains had died. Yeah. He would have still been there. But now going forward and destroying the loom, he who remains is dead. Right. And he's taking his place. Yes. So on the big chair, <laughs> making the big decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's he made that choice to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um but it's I, I saw an article where they were saying that he's kind of like Odin's replacement. Yeah. Like he, he like he finally he finally has the throne that Thor didn't want. Yeah. You know. And I was like, interesting. Interesting and very, very true. And the path that he it. took to get there, you know, like I said, wanting it so bad that he couldn't have it, to now being, you know, deserving of it. And Sif foreshadowed it in season one like you're always going to be alone yeah yeah <laughs> and i thought about that too and i'm like man sif was foreshadowing this in season one like you're always going to be alone yeah and earlier in season two loki his fear like i won't be i want my friends i don't want to be alone yeah and he made that tough decision to be alone because it was but what on needed the to be done and only Glorious. he could do it Yes. Yeah. So he makes this, he rearranges the branches in like this tree-like structure. Yes. And I got excited. Yeah. You know. Because that's because, the world yeah. tree. Yes. Yggdrasil. <laughs> yes. That's it. Yes. I thought, yeah, I thought of you with the tree. I'm like, oh, there's there's hot take, Jake. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Look at that. Um, the GD tree. <laughs> <laughs> I I really appreciated that because that's yeah. They they kept talking about the um the infinity symbol and Ouroboros and the the snake eating its own tail and then you bring back the world tree Yggdrasil which is the it was it was shown in the um the first Thor it was also shown in the first event uh it was shown in the first Captain America on the wall when um Red Skull pulls the Tesseract out of the wall. That is the uh, was the world tree on the wall there. Mm-hmm. So they've Thor talked about it as being the connection between the nine realms. It's much bigger than that now. So very interesting. Yeah. And there you have it. Like Thor and Loki in that Thor. Loki's now in his throne. <clears throat> Protecting those and overseeing those branches. Mm-hmm. TVA. Now they're hunting Kang variants or He Who Remain variants. Mm-hmm. And we got a drop of Quantumania. Like they yes. said, like Earth 616, they took care of one of his variants in an adjacent realm. Yep. Like, oh, the quantum realm. Look, check you out, Marvel. That was good. Connecting things. Mm-hmm. So, so now that makes me wonder, okay, 
where's Kang Prime going to come from? Right. Or did we already see him in that Council of Kang scene at the end? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Okay. Because, I mean, Kang Prime wouldn't be seen with Immortus or Ramatut or... Oh, what was the other one? That would be Iron Lad. I think technically was that the third one. Yeah, probably. So I don't think King Prime would be with those. It didn't seem like it. If they're calling all the Kangs and he who remains wanted the um all his variants to be, you know, not together, I feel like he who remains will be King Prime. Mm. who he become, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's sitting on the throne at the end because he survived the multiversal war between his variants and he very well could have been Kang prime and just downplaying it, not trying to let him, let them know yeah. which one would become him. Yeah. Very true. <clears throat> then. Speaking of Kang variants, we see Victor Timely again, the little one, mm-hmm. where he doesn't get the TVA handbook. Yep. Which I thought that run it if we go back to when Loki and He or Mains were having that banter back and forth, his imitation of Victor Timely, that was hilarious. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you met him. <laughs> Which was like, like you're thinking, like son of a bitch, like you, you had all this planned all along, you <clears throat> dirty dog, you. When, when he did that, I had kind of a, <laughs> a primal fear. Have you ever seen that movie? A, a kind of a call to that, where Edward Norton, he's, well, basically at the like he he kind of pulls a, like. Oh, you mean me? And you're like, whoa, wait a second, dude. You were that all along, and oh, you pulled a con on all of us, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like that, it was like he did pulled the stutter like that. And you're like, was it a ruse all along, or was that really how he sounds? You know? Yeah. Because he is a big con man. He is. So he um, could have been playing them the whole time with that act. That's what time, I thought. Time to be brave. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I was thinking was something like that was going to happen. But hey, I was wrong. Whatever, it's fine. And nothing happened so far with the one the, the one I threw out there about using the temporal extractor. I think that was what it was called to yoink all the Kang variants. It still could happen because I, I threw it out as far as Secret yeah, Wars. It still could happen. I threw the long cast on that one. That one's going to be bobbing in the water for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of sunk it in the sand. I'm just like, like peeking yeah. out at it like, hey, no, nothing yet. Okay, we'll wait. Mm. <laughs> we saw, also, we saw Renslayer again in the void. Yeah, that was, uh, that looked bleak. Yeah, because it kind of looks like uh, she's uh, confronted by a life and, mm-hmm. you know. There we go. <clears throat> yeah. And we and we don't know if so here's the thing. If she's there, 
which was hilarious how she got pruned in the first place. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. So if she's there and she is as critical as Kang or whoever it was said to her being like to the success of the multiversal war and Kang winning, he's probably going to go there and get her and save her from Elias. So you're saying we're not, we haven't seen the last of Renslayer. No, no way. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to go pick her up. He's just going to roll in like beep, beep, hop in. We got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to look up at a life and be like, who's a good boy? <laughs> Throw him a big treat and zip out of there. <laughs> I really wish it would happen that way too. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Pulls up in like a Chrysler Little Baron or something like that. No, like a like a Honda Civic. Like a yeah. Like a '99 Honda Civic. <laughs> Get in, Renslayer. We got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That'd be. That'd be great. So, I mean, he, basically, I mean, <laughs> unpolished, I think that's what's going to happen. He, he's going to pick her up and be like, hey, I need you to, I need you to help me win this again. Yeah. I'm going to wipe your mind uh, and uh, not let you uh, sit with me at the end of time. So, yeah. Thank you in advance. <laughs> huh. So, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah what else we got b15 she becomes in like a leader <coughs> of sorts mm -hmm. the tva and mobius retired which was a little emotional um gotta go take on take care of the kids yeah well you went to you know watch you know don basically Watch Don, which is kind of creepy, but you know, go watch Don and his kids. I'm just gonna you sit know. here and watch myself. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> like, uh, all right, good over there. Yeah, dude, like, all right, so like, you have to like hide in the bushes all the time, like what? Or like people, like, hey, didn't I? Hey, Don. Yeah. And like, no, I'm not Don. Like, hey, Don, didn't I just see you over at the uh, ATV shop? Yeah. <laughs> uh. You know, America's ass. That's America's ass. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. And yeah, I mean, basically, you know, Loki's on the throne. Don is, Mobius is watching creepily Don and his kids. He chose. He chose to go sit and watch himself with his kids, can't even interact with them in Cleveland yeah. of all places instead of going to the TVA. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like emotionally, you look at it when watching the episode, like, oh, that's nice. But then when you talk out loud and think about it, like, yeah. Yeah, he's just going to sit and watch. Well, I guess he doesn't have to. I mean, I guess he can do his thing with the temp pad, whatever he wants to do. Yeah. 
Well, kind of like Sylvie. Yeah, so he'll probably do that. I mean, every I mean, now and then he'll pop in and see what's going on with Don. <clears throat> I mean, before I pieced out from the TV, I'd be looking like, okay, let's see in the future. When are the Browns going to win a Super Bowl? Oh, good. I can look forward to that year. That's that. that well, that's kind of <laughs> well. What's well, funny, like Rick and Morty, like Rick, like he's done that several times where he <clears throat> would just go like if his universe or his timeline just gets all jacked up, he just jumps to another one. Mm. So like the Rick in Rick and Morty that we follow. Like, that isn't his original universe that he's in, that the show is set in. Okay. Like, this is like his third or fourth universe. Don't they call him Rick Prime? So, Rick Prime is the... Rick Prime is the Rick that the Rick and Morty show... Rick... Okay. Rick Prime is the Rick that the Rick that okay I'm saying Rick so many damn times so so we have so we have okay so we have we have the Rick that the show follows like that's the 616 Rick if you want to put it in MCU terms Rick Prime Rick Prime is the Rick that killed the 616 Rick's wife and daughter oh and that's and that's and Rick Prime is the Rick that six one six Rick is looking for. Okay. So yeah, that that's Rick Prime. Interesting. It's not the main character Rick that we follow in the show. Interesting. Yeah, I've never watched. It's good. Like it I haven't like they just came out with the I think season this is season seven or season eight. Oh, that's it? I watched the first well, it's been on for like years now. Yeah. But there but they had like a there was like a two or three year gap between one of the seasons because of like COVID and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So interesting. Um, but I watched like the first one or two episodes of the season and I haven't watched the rest yet of the new newer ones. So I gotta I gotta catch up on the new season. But it's good. Like if you like it's kinda like they make fun of like everything. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like they, they, they. It's like a satire on like everything, like Marvel yeah. movies and and like you know other things. Like yeah, it's like a satire on everything. You can't laugh at yourself. Yeah, it's like a uh, a satire, more adult Family Guy. Oh wow, that's saying a lot. Oh yeah, well, Family Guy kind of softened up over the last, I would say, ten years. Yeah, I mean, I know that um, Seth MacFarlane like sold it, so he doesn't even write it or anything anymore. He just he's the voice of the, a lot of the characters anyway. Yeah. You know, that's kind of his thing. But yeah, yeah, uh, American Dad is. Is better now than Family Guy. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was. I had listened to something. It was. It was something Seth MacFarlane had done. <clears throat> People had asked him a bunch of questions, and he was like, "Well, you know, 
I didn't expect to have two hit shows on the air at once. It's like, you know, Family Guy was kind of in limbo and wasn't, we weren't sure it was going to get renewed. So he started American Dad. And then, hey, Family Guy came back. He's like, well, I got both these shows now. Yeah. I think definitely uh, American Dad is better now. Huh. Yeah. It it didn't start out that way. No, I think now I think now American Dad is better. Yeah, I kind of stopped watching both shows. I think American Dad was probably in its like second season. Yeah, American yeah. Dad got got better. That's especially good. with the. Uh, I think since uh, because he's like so super conservative, he made they make fun of that. Yes, and I think especially with the whole Trump thing. Like the jokes have have just been like, like he's 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 got he just got more material just dumped in his lap oh, when sure. Trump got elected. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, so yeah, and then like the whole conservative liberal thing, like with our country now, like he just got a whole just plethora of material just yeah. dumped in his lap when when the twenty sixteen election happened. So. I mean, he's he's got to be sitting there like, please keep being garbage. Yeah, I need this material. So you're just making it easy for me. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah, um, Rick and Morty is kind of like that on steroids. Wow, with with more f bombs. Like, yeah, because they <laughs> they drop the f bombs and like, yeah, the uncensored versions are awesome. Like, you know, like. So, okay. Uh, yeah. That about does it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see where Loki goes and what role he plays moving forward. Yeah, the, the MCU is in a very much state of flux. Um. Because I think they are, um, whether you whether it's a good or a bad thing, I think they are making pivots, if necessary, <clears throat> yeah. in terms of fan reaction. Yeah, I mean... I feel like that before, up through Thanos... Like there was like a plan set in place, mm-hmm. and like it or not, here it comes. I feel like now, I think there is a place where they want to go, but they could make some changes. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I'm curious as to where Loki's character is going to go. Yeah. From here, I mean, he's or, basically he's basically Atlas holding the world up. I mean, yeah, he can't really do much if he moves. It's like, falls yeah, apart. So, and Tom Hiddleston made it seem like this was like his swan song, you know. So, yeah, please no. <laughs> <laughs> you are Loki. I mean, that's no one else is going to play Loki the way yeah. he does. So we'll we'll see. Which is funny considering that he tried out for Thor first. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I think next on our um, 
And coming up, coming down the pipe, you got uh, What If. Yep, What If Season 2. We'll have Echo next year. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the... It's kind of it for now. Yeah. And there's going to be a show of What If dropped every day for seven days, so... I don't, yeah. know how, I don't know how we're going to handle that. I, mean, I don't really... <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't really maybe we do like two or three episodes and then two or three episodes and then like finale or whatever Something maybe, we, maybe we break it up into three episodes for us in chunks yes yeah we'll have to figure that out that's gonna be tough too with the holidays yeah so 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 next time you hear from us it'll be one episode about all of what if <laughs> <laughs> kidding we'll yeah. see <laughs> yeah um but yeah the next the next time you you see a podcast episode pop up it's going to be related to that show yeah we can guarantee that yeah well yeah thanks well. again thanks again for listening to our 101st episode. Yep, 101. Crazy. It's been a long journey. It's been fun. Yep. We got to commit to on. another 100 episodes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, for Hawkeye Rye, this is Hot Take Jake. And as always, as always, hold on to your butts. Boom. Boom.